Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and I entitled this episode, The Battle on Biology, Gearing Up for Civil Unrest, and Detecting Deception. Why? We have all kinds of different things to talk about throughout the entirety of this episode. Nipsey Hussle's death, Venezuela, all kinds of different things that are going on with Russia and China, geopolitical developments, Colorado sheriffs refusing to confiscate people's guns, as well as practicing mindfulness and why that is so important in such a chaotic time, such a crazy space we find ourselves in. But before I do, a few quick updates for you guys. I hope you have been seeing the amount of work that we are trying to put out for you. That's right. Go check out the most recent Fellowship and, Fellow, Fellowship and Freedom episode we did with Brad Burris, New Mexico chapter president of the Proud Boys. That's right. Very, very powerful stuff. And it plays a huge part in what we're going to be discussing in this week's episode. Also, uh, we will be at the Mindfulness, the Mindful New Mexico conference uh, on 420, 419 and 420. Uh, Check out the link for that in the description bar below. Also, Jay of Truth Is Our Religion has launched the Truth Tube, which we will be contributing articles to, posting on there uh, and interacting with some of his amazing network of people. Lastly, part two of the four-part series we did with Adam Nix and JC Abbott of the Wayfinder podcast is up and out. I hope you guys checked it out because it also plays a huge part in this as well. There is so much happening, synchronicity, so so much happening, so much synchronicity happening right now that I hope you guys can appreciate it and understand why now is the time. Now is the time to get out there to go do something to make change because I can assure you, it is already happening. So I will be sure to put all those links in the description bar below uh, so you guys can check it out. And forgive the slow news week. We've been a little bit inactive because we've been doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work. A lot of growth has taken place, not only this week, this month, uh, this year. And it's, 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 it's all thanks to you guys and all thanks to the glory of God and so much more. Uh, and I really am honored to be here in this position. And with that being said, let's start the show. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noiser, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and wow, do we have a whole lot of different things to talk about in this episode. There's a lot of different things facing the American country, and you see the whole mindset of people just changing radically. Uh, recently, we had the death of uh, rapper and Grammy nominee, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, as well as a few other tragic things take place within our country this week, all of which I would hope have awoken the country to a lot of different things that we see going on. You know, it's not the same. It's it's not the same country it was a, a few months ago, a few years ago. You know, I, I, I'll be honest. Back in the day, I definitely thought I had way more time to put off a lot of things, to let someone else handle things. Little did I know that we ended up becoming the type of people that we needed 
Uh, I always expected somebody else to kind of come along and say, hey, here's a solution, here's what you're going to start doing, this, that, and the third. Then you learn what controlled opposition is. You learn about things such as COINTELPRO. And you learn about the real agents and the shills within the community. You know, I, I feel a, I really do feel a Paranormal Perspective episode coming along. And for our new listeners who are curious as to what Paranormal Perspectives are, essentially they are detours, breaks away from the common weekly political grind where we look at you guys. You guys send us your questions. You send us your stories. You send us your experiences. And we try to make sense of them of what's going on in the time frame. I really do feel one of those coming up because we've been having such a fantastic time talking about all kinds of different spiritual things, metaphysics, esoteric, occult, paranormal, supernatural, you name it. We have been having a blast speaking about it with all kinds of other people. I think that our audience, the ones that have helped generate this whole, uh, who have helped, you know, get this type of stuff out there, who have helped participate in it, I think they are deserving of another installment. And so I didn't really mean to start off this this uh, th- this episode talking about that, uh, but I think it's important too because we get a, we need to get a, good, a full spectrum awareness of all the things that are going on. Uh, and sometimes I like to take those little detours because things are getting pretty heavy. And this episode here is not going to be an easy one to digest. A lot of hard truths that if you've been paying attention to the news, uh, you've been kind of seeing what's actually going on, and we'll be trying to cover it in this actual edition. You know, we, we, we've, we've been having a lot of fantastic discussions back in with you guys, uh, with, with some of our new listeners, some of our more influential people. Uh, a lot of crazy things are happening in my personal life. And so, uh, I, I guess, in response, I'm having to grow and become a little bit more sophisticated in doing so, but still remaining the same guy at the end of the day. And it's crazy. Uh, and I just want you guys to know that it's crazy, and I do see it all taking place, but I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to ignore it. So a lot of different things are happening, not only in the personal life, but in the world as well. You may have seen that we had the New Mexico chapter president of uh, the Proud Boys on Fellowship and Freedom talking about a lot of hard truths, things like cultural Marxism, mental conditioning, indoctrination, uh, why it's important to essentially be a man, and why, why it's important for women to be women as well, why, why men want to be men for women. But because we have this whole cultural Marxism, we have this social indoctrination that the entire country is undergoing. We're beginning to forget our roots. We're beginning to forget our identity. We're being assaulted on our borders. I will be, uh, and this is, this is the crazy part. I had this idea while I was out on the hike earlier today, earlier today. And I said, well, hey, I'm always telling people about how I'm on, on the border. How about I go to the border and do a report right there where people can see what's going on. It's no CNN, it's no MSNBC, it's no Fox. It's nothing major, but it's our footage. You see, it's us being able to actually document what's going on and why that's so imperative and important for the people to get that. You see, I have a lot of different things I'm trying to do for you guys, and it's because that we ha- it's, it's, it's because we have that capability of doing so that we should. We have a lot of connections. We have a lot of different people that are paying attention. And it is because we need to pull together for everybody else. We have that outlet. We need to expose the operations. We need to do these types of things. And I am honored to be able to do so, you see. And it's getting real crazy. Uh, we, we, we talked about the authoritarian, delusional people 
within our society right now, as well as the, uh, <laughs> as well as the far right extremists that we see kind of just uh, 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 bubbling. You see, our country, we are in some tumultuous times. Let me tell you guys. I truly think, you know, it's a beautiful time to be alive for sure. But that's why we have to understand where we are at, what's going on, and why we have an, a, a, a duty to figuring these types of things out, to tackling these types of issues. We have a right to ask the hard questions, to get into these types of things. And with that being said, let's start the show. I definitely didn't mean to go, go into that crazy uh, hardcore tangent and rant about these types of things but i think it's important again that people get a comprehensive view uh, of what we see going on so some of the back-end discussions you guys have seen me have with people you will also hear uh, some of that throughout the entirety of this this transmission uh, but like i said with that being st- said let's start the show we're, we're going to be talking about uh, nipsey hustle's death or death now people you know everybody says there's not a conspiracy oh you know just leave it alone and i really wanted to i guess i really wanted to speak on like the mental health aspect of that you know why we can't just i guess sometimes let these types of things go and i guess just to get this out before i ramble about more you know we don't really have a whole lot of conscious african-americans within the country trying to do positive things and i say that because i see a lot of these celebrities uh swagger jack some of the conscious people within this community within this this generation this wave of people i see ideas formulate here and then i see uh, celebrities that are in different echelons, higher up positions, taking the ideas that are generated here and then putting them out there. They don't really have ideas of their own. So whenever you have like somebody you know, like Nipsey Hussle, who's, who's trying to put people on what? Dr. Sebi's uh, uh, diet? That's important. Now, personally, right off the bat, I, I thought, okay, they killed him simply because look at what was going on with the measles crisis. Look at what was going on with the vaccines. We covered it in last week's episode. Uh, I'll be playing for you guys here shortly how they, they, they kidnapped unvaccinated children in, in Arizona. That literally happened as we were discussing, or that information happened uh, as we were recording last week's episode. I wanted to catalog it for this week's episode because it's important. Uh, with Dr. Sebi's actual diet, you know, he talked about things of, he, he talked about curing things like cancer, uh, how the mucus is the sickness, uh, electrolytes, alkaline you know, acidity, all this type of stuff. Really, really powerful stuff. And so whenever you have somebody carrying the torch of that, Nipsey Hussle picking up the actual torch from people like Dr. Sebi trying to cure all this disease, well, yeah, the Big Pharma Mafia is going to have a problem with that. They're pushing mandatory vaccines. They're trying to get your kids all kinds of different drugs and pharmaceuticals and, uh, and get them all hopped up. You know, look at what's going on with Monsanto and Bayer. Yeah, this is important and prevalent stuff. This is pertinent to what, what we see going on. And I know some people are like, oh, you just got to let it be, freedom. You know, that's just how people are in the streets. I'm like, yeah, that might be how it is out there in the streets. But still, I don't think that we should let this man's legacy be chopped up to the streets like that. These people fake. Yeah. And, and I talk about it. Yeah, I, I talk about it. Uh, I forget who, was, who were the other rappers that have died. You know, outside of Mac Miller, there are other people that keep dying because, yes, this is the culture. But again, ask yourself the question of this. Where was his security? This was his store, right? Why would, this, why would this man be shot? Why would this dude have enough time to go outside, shoot him, run back, come back, shoot him again, stomp him in the face, do all kinds of other stuff, and then leave? Where was this man's security? If this was his, 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 uh, his establishment, his store, right? 
How come there's nobody in the store that's shooting back? You see what I'm saying? He's taking pictures with children just a, just a few days ago. And I know there's people that are going to that are going to make this a deal. I'm not even trying to make this a conspiratorial deal. What I am trying to say is it's fishy. Whether or not it was the big pharma mafia or not, this man still tried to do something different, putting people on real estate, putting people on uh, uh, getting their body right, getting their mind right, getting their their health back. This is the, this is everything we talk about here. But what happens whenever they kill me? Are y'all gonna say, "Oh, it was just some, it was just some gang uh, nonsense"? You see, oh, he was messing around with stuff that he shouldn't be, and that's how they do it. Realize that they've done that to Malcolm X. They'll do that to everyone. That, 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 that They'll do that to us, okay? That's part of the culture. Oh, well, it was just black-on-black black violence. Okay, so if that's the case, how come we're still not addressing that? You see? How come we, how come we cannot succeed? Why do we do this to ourselves? And this is the problem. So, yes, I get it. It's not a big conspiracy, but it's insight to an even deeper issue. And with that being said, I'm going to play for you guys this clip of where Nipsey Hussle is on The Breakfast Club uh, with Charlemagne the God talking about why it's important and who uh, Dr. Sebi is. You're saying, and that's what I like. Like I said, the medicine really is in the can. Because even when you drop a ball like about Dr. Sebi, yeah, like just that one thing that killed Dr. Sebi will make somebody go research who like Dr. Sebi is. I never met him. I met his wife, and I, I take his products for sure. Yeah, the coolest guy ever. I mean, he was uh, when we interviewed him. I think he was about. 74? Oh, yeah, interviewed You interviewed him twice. Yeah. Not here, but when I was on the other show. He was able to jump from the floor up here on his knees. At 70 something. his knees. Yeah. He jumped back down with no problems, nothing like that. Why, why did he, he kill them? Why did he kill all holistic doctors? Right. Messing up the medical industry. It's looking like you short stopping that grind. Why do niggas get killed for hustling in front of a nigga's spot? You short stopping the grind. And these niggas, they check is billions. You got niggas that get flipped for a couple hundred thousand. So you playing with some pharmaceutical money, you know? And what's crazy, I'm, I'm working on doing a documentary on the trial in 1985. Tell him. Dr. Sebi went to trial against New York. Right. You saying, and that's what I like. like. I said the medicine really is in the can. Cause even and so we're supposed to believe that just some random dude that did know who Nipsey Hussle was that was really trying to, really trying to do this, really trying to rob the world or something like this. This man, Eric Holder, who was a known snitch over here working with the cops, he gets out of jail and that he goes and does this. Come on. Take a listen. Mr. Holder, who I am confident is watching this, I ask him to surrender. Police Chief Michael Moore made a direct appeal today to 29-year-old Eric Holder. Detectives believe he shot and killed artist and activist Nipsey Hussle and wounded two other men with him, setting off heartbreak across South Los Angeles. The chief spoke about what he says video evidence and witness accounts suggest happened. Mr. Holder walked up on, more, on multiple occasions and engaged in a conversation with Nipsey and the others that were there. He left and then came back and subsequently came back armed with a handgun and purposely and repeatedly fired. The chief would not talk about what the dispute was over, but did confirm police believe Holder has gang ties. Hustle had spoken openly about his past involvement with a gang, so today the chief clarified detectives suspect the shooting was personal rather than gang-related. Moore also said... Okay, so right now we have uh, Riza Islam uh, out there in 
I think out there in Cali right now. He's he's actually on spot, on location. We're not going to have him on on this episode, but once he gets done, uh, essentially figuring out what's going on, we're going to get him on and try to debrief him because I wanted I want to I want to put a pin in this. We need to know. Uh, people need closure, and I think that this is important type of stuff that's going on. We need to have each other's back. And so I'm not, I'm not, people think, oh, EJ, you're you're doing this whole pro-black thing. I'm not doing the pro-black thing right now, but what I am trying to tell you is people like Nick Cannon, like Nick Cannon, and you can say, you know, Hollywood, whatever, controlled opposition, whatever. He says, you'll never be silenced. He vows to finish the medical sports, the medical cure documentary of the murdered rapper. That's right. He's going to pick up the torch where Nipsey left off. Who's picking up the torch of where Dr. Sebi left off? We cannot give up. You have some people that say, oh, well, now Hollywood's going to be able to put out the movie. It's not about that. If the message can get out there, even if it's watered down, people can learn the formula for themselves. They can go out there and go do that. This is, this is, this is the type of stuff that's, that, that really is important to me. You know, gang stuff versus government hits. You know, we we have to carry the torch. It's, it, 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 rest in peace, Nipsey. We got it from here. That's that's all I can say is we got it from here. You got Bayer over here losing all kinds of money. They're suing. They're suing uh, uh, big pharma. People are switching to marijuana. There are solutions, and there are casualties. And this is the bad part. But his death will not be in vain. And whether or not it was just some random person doing some personal nonsense, not really understanding the context of anything that's going on. And I get it. No one's untouchable. But that should still just show you how fast these types of things unfold, how how bad the situation is. And I don't really speak a whole lot on the black community because, you know, we don't really touch on race and stuff like that over here. But I think that this is just this. This is a sad day for the black community. We need to get our act together. And we slowly are, but moments like this, come on. Now, moving on. Uh, we're talking about health. We're talking about biology. We're talking about how we get ourselves together, how we get away from the drugs, away from the pharmaceutical, away from the, from the, the, from, from the pharmacaea, the witchcraft, the stuff that's distorting your mind, manipulating your brain. Oxycontin maker Purdue Pharma reaches 270 million dollar settlement uh, with the Oklahoma Attorney General. The General. We put this up March 26th. It's by Tyler Durden of the Zero Hedge. It says, in the first of what will likely amount to billions of dollars in legal settlements shelled out by the Oxycontin creator, uh, Purdue Pharma has reportedly agreed to pay $270 million to settle claims brought by the o- Oklahoma Attorney General that the company's aggressive and misleading marketing practices, according to the Wall Street Journal, which cited an anonymous source familiar with the, the settlement. Opioid deaths have skyrocketed in recent years as the federal government has cracked down on overprescribing of pharmaceutical-grade opioids, forcing more addicted users to turn up street drugs like heroin, which are increasingly cut with powerful synthetic opioids like fentanyl, causing a surge in overdose deaths that are presently killing more Americans a year than died during the entire war in Vietnam. Now, what am I talking about? Why are we switching from Nissy Hustle to things like Big Pharma? pharmaceuticals, drugs, vaccines. Hey, what's going on? Because this was this is biological warfare if you ask me. We 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 we've talked time and time again about it. You know, from the weed, what they're doing now, 
Uh, go back and listen to the episode with Taylor Kopp of Social Emotions where we talked about all the different types of dyes and chemicals and pesticides that are present within marijuana. They're just – it's like they're literally putting all the pharmaceuticals that they would have have you take uh, from people like AstraZeneca or all these other companies, and they're just spraying it on the herb. So why would somebody like Nipsey Hussle, who's, who's saying, hey, stay away from the drugs, don't turn up too much, get your mind together, you know, hustle. And he's been spitting truth since day one. You think you think somebody like Nipsey messes with uh, pharmaceuticals? That's big pharma's money trying to trying to take people away from that. You see, but people don't understand that. No, what they understand is the cool, but they don't understand the mindset of the cool. They don't understand why somebody has to constantly try to stay away from those drugs, constantly stay away from the temptation. And what, a, what, it, what, it, what it takes for a leader to put themselves out there and to sacrifice themselves to say, hey, look, we all need to do better as a people. We all do. Getting back into this article, it says, the settlement is the first to resolve one of more than 1,600 lawsuits facing the privately held drug maker, which is reportedly weighing a bankruptcy filing to avoid what's expected to be an immense legal burden. The billionaire Sackler family, which owns or which private, which owned privately held Purdue, uh, has been subjected to widespread public scorn over revelations that members of the family pushed the company to misrepresent OxyContin's addictive qualities in its marketing materials and research. Yeah, some of the crazy things about uh, uh, Purdue Pharma's marketing plan is they said, okay, well, now that we've got people addicted to drugs such as OxyContin, uh, Zanny bars, and Percocets, all these other things. Let's give them more drugs to fight their drug addiction. Not, okay, maybe wean them off, but they're like, no, let's give them drugs to fight their drugs. Now you got things like uh, uh, synthetic opioids like fentanyl, uh, suboxone. It's crazy. And it's and it's, it's 10 times powerful, a thousand times more powerful. And it's just to like overdose. It, 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 is, it is designed to overdose people. It's designed to kill you. And they're just flooding the community with this type of stuff, just putting it out there. And for what? Do people really have that many problems? I, I would hope not. I would hope our society doesn't have that many problems as to why they need to flood us with, with that many drugs. But you wouldn't think so. Check this out for our audio or for our audio listeners. I'm going to play for you guys a, a quick video of uh, some activists, some yellow vests out there in France. They are spraying the Bayer headquarters yellow walk up while, while in bee suits because they're trying to demonstrate how Bayer, uh, their herbicide Roundup, how not only does it cause cancer, but it's killing the environment. It's killing the bees. And so you have these amazing activists out there in France uh, defacing this company. And that's good because we need to start we need to start doing these types of things. We need to start having action in the real world, in the three-dimensional world. And everybody is so chicken neck to where they don't, they say, oh, it'll be controlled or, oh, it'll get taken over. You see how that, you see how that whole mindset stopped the yellow vest protest from even percolating here in America to where we stopped even the idea. We, we tried to carry it on and over there in uh, 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 France, they're at like week 19 coming up on week 20 and America, which has the spirit, which what you would think has the spirit of revolution of what we would hope is rugged individualism can't even get off of the couch to do anything. But I'm going to play for you guys this, this clip of uh, these activists defacing Bayer. 
can't do anything. Can't do anything but take pictures. I'm going to read for you guys this quick article and then we'll get into our next one uh, talking about the battle on biology because uh, we've, we've covered it extensively. Uh, the genetically modified children that's, that, that are in Argentina, the documentary that's going on there, uh, the lethality of, of their, their Roundup, uh, their herbicide, uh, this article even talks about it too. Dwayne Johnson, who also received the 259 million uh, payout from 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 Monsanto as well. Like, this is important stuff. So when we when we lead in talking about Nipsey Hussle, a rapper, trying to talk to the world about, hey, get your diet right, man. Care about yourself. That's that's somebody that within the hip hop community just trying to say, hey, we have to care. We have to do something. Because we're walking through this world in an automated psychosis state to where we're just letting it all hit us and we don't care. We're depreciating. We're devolving. So even the slightest actions, putting a song out, uh, defacing a, the, the, the headquarters, graffiti, street art, you name it. Any kind of thing at this point can wake people up because they are in a trance. They are lost. Let me get into this article. It's by Aaron Walia, Collective Evolution. They put this up April 1st. It says, Bayer, Monsanto, loses billions as another jury determines Roundup herbicide causes cancer. It's hard to imagine how any, how any jury could not come to the conclusion that Roundup herbicides cause cancer. Not long ago, a middle school groundskeeper by the name of Dwayne Johnson was awarded a victory after a jury found Bayer, who recently acquired Monsanto, to be guilty of causing for slash contributing to his terminal cancer. That's right. Monsanto, or Bayer, their glyphosate, Roundup, causes cancer. And that may just be the beginning. There are approximately 10,000 cancer cases pending against Monsanto when it comes to their Roundup herbicide. Johnson's jury heard evidence that for four decades, Monsanto purposely concealed Roundup's carcinogenicity uh, by capturing regulatory agencies, corrupting public officials, bribing scientists, and engaging in scientific fraud to delay its day of reckoning. The jury found that these activities constituted, quote, malice, fraud, and oppression, resulting in or warranting $250 million in punitive damages. I am one of several attorneys representing collectively now, some of 8,000 clients with similar cases. I attended the two-month trial and worked with the trial team led by two young and, ex and exceptionally gifted lawyers, Brent Wisner of Braun of Bon Headland, Aristotle, and Goldman and Dave Dickens of the Miller Firm. Those all sound like lawyer names for sure. Uh, despite Monsanto's efforts, the science linking glyphosate Roundup's active ingredient to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma has passed the critical inflection point. European nations are moving to ban or restrict the chemical, and California regulators and courts have ordered Monsanto to warn customers of Roundup's carcinogenicity at all points of sale. Both federal and state courts across the country have agreed 
that the question can be sent to the juries. Hundreds of new inquiries have flooded our offices since the Johnson verdict. And this was said by Robert F. Kennedy. If you guys actually go to the article, you can read from the source there. What we're beginning to talk about is how the plan is out there. You can see them trying to poison us. You can see the you can see it taking place. They're poisoning the environment. You have people like Bill Gates and Harvard talking about spraying the atmosphere, reflecting sunlight, and you don't think that's going to have adverse reactions? Like we're not going to have adverse effects of this? Any adverse long-term effects of this? And I don't mean to scare people, but it needs to get to a point to where we actually ask the hard questions of what is going on. What are we feeding our kids? What is this world that we are creating? And is this all necessary? And speaking of necessary, I'm going to play for you guys this video I put up six days ago. It's got 5,000, over, over, over 50,000 views on the page alone. I don't know how many shares because it started to break news. It started to go viral. Articles were popping up. Showed up on Facebook, Twitter, and on other social media platforms because this is a massive thing. Arizona police stormed a family home to remove a unvaccinated child. This literally happened as we were as we were doing the show. Think about that. This whole measles emergency is going on over there on the East Coast. They say, okay, well now that since people are distracted with this, let's go with the let's go with the hype. This is acceptable. Let's get the police in. And I'm being a little bit dramatic right there because what it was is a series of uh, decisions along the way. Uh, the family took in the child to the doctor. Uh, the child had a, had a fever. And uh, the, the fever broke once the family took them home. The doctor checked up on the child, asked the family, well, have you taken them in to get their shots? They say no. They didn't get the shots. The doctor then calls CPS. CPS calls police. Police calls SWAT. SWAT then, well, let's just pick it up from there. This happening last month to a Chandler family after their doctor called the Department of Child Safety, who then contacted Chandler Police. A two-year-old had a 105-degree fever and was unvaccinated. The doctor suggesting the parents go to the hospital. They did not, saying the fever broke and went down after leaving that office. But the doctor was still concerned and called for help. After getting a warrant, Chandler police went in like this and got all three children into DCS custody. They're now living with their grandparents and all new this morning. ABC 15 sitting down with an attorney who believes a disagreement in parenting between a doctor and a family shouldn't mean an action like this. You don't need to go out and use extreme force. It should be force that's necessary move the child. If you go in there with extreme force, that could cause even more harm and trauma to the child. You would think. You would think. So what's going to happen now is I'm going to play for you guys just so we can get this on record so people understand uh, the extremes of how this can be, of, of the extremes of why we've been uh, not necessarily anti-science because we love science over here. We love looking at all the strange things and all the things that they discover. It's not anti-science or anti-medicine. It's anti-authoritarianism. Uh, you can't be pro-vaccine and pro-mandatory pro vex. Uh, you can't be pro-freedom and pro-mandatory vaccines at the same time. It doesn't work like that. 
Uh, people should have the medical freedom of being able to allow themselves to know what's going in their body. And if you look at the actual inserts, that's where it tells you everything that you see in these AstraZeneca commercials with all the other products that comes from Vic Pharma. It can kill you. It can, it can kill you deader than a hammer. It can give you autism. It can give you a stroke. It can give you all these different types of things. But they want to they want to force it on children, you see, who have still developing immune systems. And again, no one's asking the questions of 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 why their immune systems are depreciating, why the environment is getting more toxic. No, don't ask those questions. What are you doing thinking? No, just get these shots in you, you see. And this will tie into what we're talking about here later on as well. We'll get into what's going on with the border, okay? Yeah, some of these, some of these diseases may have gone away, but you have people from third world countries now coming into the country, okay? They're coming here. And do, do they have their shots? You see, do they have their vaccines? Are we, are we asking them to get theirs? I wouldn't necessarily worry about the people who have this natural immunity, who have been living in this, 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 uh, uh, who have been living in this environment for quite some time. I would worry about the people who have not been living in this environment and then bringing these types of, uh, these types of immunities that they have, the types of sicknesses that they have. And these are all very real things that are going on. Uh, but like I said, I'm going to play for you guys real quick. Rockland County talking about how they're going to ban people from public places if they don't have their vaccines. So understand this. In Arizona, they are kidnapping kids, and they won't do this uh, publicly now because they, they, saw the, they saw the backlash. They're going to learn from this. This is a chance moment. In Arizona, they're kidnapping kids that are not unvaccinated. That's how much power CPS has in the medical industry. I've talked about this. And in, 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 in New York, they're doing the same thing. They're banning people who, 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 who do not have their shots. They did this in California already. Okay, and this is the global health security agenda. This is the vaccine agenda. This is why they told you, uh, or, the, or at least the World Health Organization declared anti-vaxxers part of the top global health threat of 2019. A little crying here today. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for being here today. In order to prevent any more children from falling ill with this dangerous disease, I am today declaring a countywide state of emergency. Effective at the stroke of midnight tonight, March 27th, anyone who is under 18 years of age and is unvaccinated against the measles will be barred from public places until the declaration expires in 30 days or until they receive at least their first shot of MMR. Those under 18 years of age who are unable to be vaccinated for confirmed documented medical reasons are exempt from this declaration. That is simply the right thing to do. We believe this to be the first such effort of this kind nationally, and the circumstances we face here clearly call for that. Rockland will lead the way in service and safety to the people here. Here in Rockland County, we have now entered our 26th week of this measles outbreak. This is nearly six months of investigating cases, holding clinics, and giving vaccinations. Our Department of Health must be commended for their hard work and dedication to protecting the public health here in Rockland. And to be honest, without their efforts, this outbreak would have been far, far worse. By the numbers, last year, not just one, but seven unvaccinated travelers diagnosed with measles entered our county between October 1st and October 17th, leading to 153 confirmed cases. And this is the longest outbreak in the U.S. due to measles since the disease was officially eradicated in 2000. According to New York State Immunization Information Systems, only 72.9% of 
of the 1 to 18 year olds in Rockland are fully vaccinated against the measles. We owe this to the residents of this great county, so we never ever have to go through this again. This is an opportunity for everyone in their community to do the right thing for their neighbors and come together. That's what this is about now. We must do everything in our power to end this outbreak and protect the health of those who cannot be vaccinated for medical reasons and that of children too young to be vaccinated and also those who are at risk, as I mentioned earlier. There will not be law enforcement or deputy sheriffs asking for your vaccination records. That is ridiculous. To repeat, that is not nor will ever be the focus of this effort. However, if you are found to be in violation of this declaration, your case will be referred to the district attorney's office. That just comes with the emergency declaration and is prescribed by law. Parents will be held accountable if they are found to be in violation of the state of emergency. And the focus of this effort is on the parents of these children. We were doing quite well early on. People were getting it. They were understanding through the cooperation of folks. In yeah. Well, that's uh, <laughs> there. You have it. That's their that's their mentality, and that's why it is a for sure battle on biology. But what's going to happen, my friends? And we'll get into a little bit more of this because it does correlate to what we're what we're going to be discussing uh, in the next segment. Things such as the the what's going on with our border, what's happening with Venezuela. Uh, China, Russia, everything else that we see kind of happening, the, the concept of them gearing up for civil unrest. We see it happening. I think a lot of, a lot of people don't want to talk about it because, oh, it's fear-mongering. No, what's, fear what's, what's actually ignorant is ignoring is, is, is what's ignorant and dangerous is ignoring the threat. So I just tried to give you a, a, a biological understanding of how we're being assaulted uh, from not necessarily our enemy, but from adversarial forces. Now, physically, we are being assaulted, and these are these are the types of things that we need to be looking at. Uh, but we're getting into the, we're going to be getting into this and more on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. Have you heard of Sheila Jeet? Well, to be quite honest, neither had I. But then I started doing some research and I found out that it was part of the Hindu Ayurvedic system of medicine. And for hundreds of years since its discovery, it's had the potential to help people live a healthy and balanced life. Here, let me read off some of the benefits for you guys. It increases your energy, boosts your libido, balances your mood, supports healthy aging, decalcifies your pineal gland, and we all understand how important that is, supports healthy brain health. Uh, it also helps regulate your hormones. There are so many benefits to taking this that I cannot put them in this single video. You can mix it in with tea. Uh, I like to mix it in with my pre-workout in the morning. And be careful, it's going to give you that boost. It's going to give you that energetic boost you need to get through your day. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.
Oh-ho! That's right. Super cool jazz sounds. Super cool uh, sound effects. Insert cool quote here. That's right. It's your uh, it's your boy doing his thing. And so, you know, one of the things that does, that I know how this all sounds. Trust me, gang. I know how this all sounds. I know how this all feels. Uh, I know. I get it. Uh, it's it, it it feels tense. It's you know you can you can feel what's going on. I think uh, a lot of people maybe this and I think this is why I go to the gym every morning because I can feel uh, not only the energy it's palpable, the tension you know it's in the air you can breathe it you can smell it. Your body's having a natural reaction, a spiritual reaction to some, to, to to whatever's going on. And when I'm trying to point this type of stuff out to you guys. It's not that I'm trying to scare you. It's that I have to confirm that these are indeed things that are happening. Okay? We are being affected. I don't like it any much more than you guys do. Uh, but if this is what we're supposed to be doing, seeking the truth, trying to get down to the, 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 the core of it, right? We have to be real. We have to be honest. And in order to do that, we have to, we have to ask the hard questions. We already do. I think it's just crazy because... Things are things are changing so rapidly that it's just like, well, what is truth anymore? Reality, like, yes, truth is stranger than fiction. Reality is becoming so not necessarily science science fiction, but it's becoming so crazy that we <laughs> a lot of people are tuning out. A lot of people don't know what to do, and I can understand that entirely. But that's why, because we've yet to tune out, we have to still keep pushing forward. We have to. We have to. We we have to do it not only with compassion, understanding, uh, and so much more. It's just it 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 does it really does blow blow and boggle my mind. Uh, and this is why I try to have such a variety of episodes because yes, there are pending pending threats that are right here in front of our face, but there are also different things that require our attention. Some things are outside of our control. Uh, and awareness can only do so much, but that's why we have to have the tools and the resources uh, and the ability to make change in the direction that we would like to see it happen. Otherwise, whenever this change and all this stuff runs upon us, we don't want to be caught with our pants down. You see. So, speaking of our pants being down, speaking of being kind of ooh, all over the place, you know, and, and, and being aware of what's happening, we have paid attention to what's going on in Venezuela for quite some time. Uh, I might do a separate uh, a separate special transmission with with people who are actually in Venezuela because we do have people that are listening and traveling uh, from Venezuela and who have family member there family members as th- there as well. Uh, I want I want them to give us their perspective because on our previous episode I told you guys it's only a matter of time and I've and I've said this as far as all this migrant crisis stuff. Looking at it, if we don't you know, figure out what's going on in Venezuela. It's only a matter of time until they get here. It is only a matter of time. Uh, with just last week's episode, you know, we, we had briefly touched about the migrant crisis there as well and how that was building. Trump, uh, or not even Trump, the Pentagon authorized $1 billion to, 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 to continue border construction, you see. Uh, and like I said before, we may be taking a trip down there to the border so that we can have our own footage. It's nice to have everybody else's footage, but I also think it would be good to see some familiar faces in some uncertain situations. 
That way we have a comprehensive view of what's going on. You'll have people say that, oh, this is a manufactured crisis. This is, or this is not a manufactured crisis. It's like, then how are they getting shipped here? We've done reports on how uh, MasterCard, George Soros, and the United Nations are getting money from the State Department and then giving these people money and then shipping them up here. I, I, I have really been really cautious about how to approach this whole migrant situation or at least how to approach this, this wave that we see happening now. You have far-right extremists who are saying, shut down the border, shut it down, shut it down. Start opening fire on, the, on these people. Jeez, it, it's a mess. You have people who are, you have National Guard, State Guard, and Army troops going to the border because these people are carrying, these people are carrying our, our, our rifles. They're not just carrying rocks, you see. We're talking about human traffickers. We're talking about smugglers. That's why some of this is authorized, some of it isn't. But it's, beginning, it's, it's getting to a point to where people are getting overwhelmed. The border is getting overwhelmed. I think it was like on Christmas, they started this year, or coming into the last year. It was Christmas of last year where they started letting out all kinds of migrants because they didn't have uh, the actual places, the facilities to hold them. If you guys go listen to that powerful episode that I had with Brad Burris of the Krusty Opposition podcast, uh, we talked about how in with just that time frame alone, that Sunday, whenever we were recording it, how there were pictures surfacing. Of, of, of some of the migrants who were no longer in the detention centers. It's not about having kids in cages. They're lucky to be in cages at this point. They're putting people underneath uh, bridges because they can't contain them. So here's what we're really beginning to talk about, and let's keep it a 1,000. What we're literally beginning to talk about is FEMA camps, martial law, uh, fusion centers, and all of this stuff, we're talking about two degrees, societal collapse, social collapse, uh, uh, the multicultural agenda. We're talking about all of it. The post-industrial world, we're talking about it. This is it. This is it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be. It's going to keep being wave after wave after wave after wave. And, and I got into this with Brad. How, where do, you, do these, these people are not going to are not going to vote Republican? No, they're not going to go vote uh, conservative. They're going to vote for, for more money. This is where universal basic income comes into play. This is where all these, these government programs come into play. This is what I mean by the global socialism, by the global communism. Okay, I could talk for hours and days about how they already have the social credit score in, in China, in Venezuela. That's why they're there, so they can start building up the infrastructure. Like, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play for you guys this clip of thousands of Venezuelans breaking through the board through through, through border barricades, and then we're going to come back talking about uh, uh, some of the developments regarding Venezuela, Russia, China, and essentially just these threats that I really see building up. But uh, here, let's take a listen. <laughs> Of course, it's because it's I'm trying to do something, uh, but I'll describe it for our audio listeners. Uh, essentially, what you would be seeing uh, is this one man standing on a board, holding his phone, just recording waves of people. Waves on waves on waves of people, and they're not going to stop. Okay, so I don't know how many times I play for you guys uh, videos of people hopping over the border, smuggling themselves through the border, waves of people walking, 
migrating, traveling. You see, and, and, and this is it. This is the North American Union. This is the collapse of borders. This is no borders, no walls, no USA at all. Okay? This is why you have people say, oh, New York or, or America was never great. It'll never be great. This is why you have people saying there is no border. We're all just American or the, we're all just one people. And I get that. I'm, I guess I'm all for the diversity the, from, for diversity. But there's got to be there's there's got to be some kind of limit. Like, look at these guys. They're being shepherded there. You got guys in yellow vests, I'm sure, that are uh, there for, for official purposes, making sure there's no kind of chaos that goes through, you know, letting these people pass. This lady's got, uh, you know, forums that she's holding. And these people, I don't hate these people because they're literally doing, you know, what America was ascribed to do, but they're overloading the system. You got to think these people would be some of these fusion centers, right? They would be used to maybe a hundred people, a thousand uh, every month or so. There's like 13,000 showing up like every day. Imagine one guy has to handle 200 people. 20 people have to handle a thousand uh, migrants on our border alone. They're not going to listen. It doesn't matter if you have a gun at all. They're not going to listen. And I, and I have to put this into perspective because people don't seem to understand what's going to happen. Okay. And this is why you hear me say it all the time. They have to lower the standards. They have to bring us down. Ex American exceptionalism, you see them smothering it. You see. And I, if you guys really, really want a very, very comprehensive view about why we have to have these kinds of values when looking at this particular issue, then you need to go listen to that episode I did with Brad Burris of the Krusty Opposition Podcast. I'll put that in the, in, the, in the description bar below. Make sure you go to the website or even listen to it on our audio podcast feed because we really get into depth carving this type of stuff out. And it's not coming from, it's not coming from any of this type of far right or far left, any of this type of stuff. It's coming from a, let's keep it a thousand. These are real issues. If we do not, if we do not deal with this, we will have issues. We will have generation, generational problems. Okay. We already do. We, we already have generational issues. Okay. Let's just, let's just point that out. Let's not back down from it. Let's call it what it is. And now, you know, we've, we've seen this thing in China. We've seen this thing in Venezuela bubble over to who knows what degree it will end. Now you have China sending troops to Venezuela. That's right. China sends over 120 troops to Venezuela in defiance of U.S. warnings. You have them sending troops, shipping 65 tons of humanitarian supplies, rationing power. They're saying that this electricity war uh, is a product of America. You have Russian troops coming in as, as well. So think about this. You have, you have these foreign powers coming in to essentially our border, establishing dominance and control, trying to get them back online. And I'm not for regime change. I really am not for regime change. You guys have heard me talk about it. I think the Venezuelan people should deal with it themselves, but it's getting to a point to where you, you see this conflict building up. So is, is Venezuela going to be another Syria? Are we going to have another proxy war in Venezuela? Excuse my language, but a dick measuring contest in Venezuela between China and Russia? We have so many people that are anti-American. They will bend over and say, China, here you go. They will give it to them. We've spoken about this, how, how, how they have used people with, uh, with LinkedIn to hire essentially corporate spies to sell out the country. 
<laughs> it is it's dangerous. It truly is dangerous where where we are at and where we are heading. We're becoming the bad guys and nobody really wants to see it. We can hardly get anything done in the country because we have this this gridlock, this resist movement that's taking place and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But this is what I'm saying. We are wide open for attack. Here, let me play for you guys this this uh this clip of the the the, the Chinese soldiers those 120 Chinese soldiers unloading that 65 tons of supplies. But in this article right here from Sign of the Times, and this video is from Rupley, uh, it says China refutes reports of sending troops to Venezuela. It sent 65 tons of medicine. So, and this is a kind of snub to America as well, because the humanitarian aid that we sent were guns. We, we sent them more weapons. We didn't send them toilet paper. We barely sent them MREs. Uh, uh, meals ready to eat. Uh, we, 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 we didn't really send them real, su- real supplies, but you have China sending Chinese medicine to, 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 to Caracas. So here, let me play for you guys this clip, and then I'll get in this article. we can even get away with playing that you know all, all this all the censorship the copyright all the stuff we're facing these days the, the clamp down on it who knows these people might not even let us be able to play it uh, but uh, we put this up april 3rd it's from signs of the times it says beijing has dismissed has dismissed reports that it sent a cohort of soldiers to venezuela along with a shipment of humanitarian aid a shipment of 65 tons of chinese medicines reached caracas on friday venezuelan vice president uh, tariq el asami uh, welcomed the aid flight and praised quote the most and praised the important and strategic level of partnership between Beijing and Caracas. I just want to say real quick too, I, f- I forget how much, but remember, China gave all kinds of money to Africa, and they said with no strings attached. So you got China over here playing Godfather, uh, uh, Godfather. I was trying to come up with something cool, but you you have China over here playing Godfather to all these different types of countries. And I know how this game works. He's, these people are embedded, indebted to them now. That, that, that token of goodwill, that, that favor of, that gesture of favor. Continuing on, it says, however, unconfirmed reports stated that a deployment of more than 120 Chinese People Liberation Army soldiers accompanied the aid flight, bringing military supplies for President Nicolas Maduro's forces. Beijing, however, denies sending troops to Venezuela. Foreign Ministry, or Foreign Ministry spokesman, uh, Jing Shuang told reporters on Tuesday, quote, I do not know where you get this information from or for what purposes it was produced, but I can tell you this. What you said is simply not true, quote, he said at a briefing. The Chinese government's position on Venezuela issues is consistent and clear-cut, Shuang continued, adding that China opposes, quote, external interference in Venezuela's internal affairs and believes the country's government and opposition need to seek a political solution through peaceful dialogue. 
The reports come less than two weeks after Russian military personnel arrived in Venezuela. The the deployment uh, carried out under the terms of a 2001 cooperation treaty between Moscow and Caracas set alarm bells ringing in Washington. U.S. President Donald Trump announced that, quote, Russia must get out of Venezuela and warn, quote, all options are on the table when it comes to a U.S. response. The Russian Foreign Ministry, while meanwhile, insisted that the deployment was carried out Quote, in strict accordance with the with the constitution of that country and with full respect for its legal norms. And Kremlin spokeswoman Maria Zakharova shot back at Trump, advising Washington to, quote, fulfill the promises that it had given to international community and withdraw from Syria first. Ooh, wow. Talk about getting smacked down. And so essentially what you see is them saying, stay out of our business. Stay out of our business. And I want to say this while we're switching things up. I just want to say real quick, I truly think that what we see right now is the call for our own martial law. I've said this since Trump has been in office, that he's here to Trump in the technocracy. And now I see him kind of slowly trumping in martial law. We're going to call for our own our own lockdown. We're calling for the border. We're calling for the wall. We're calling for uh, troops. We're calling for security. We're calling for it all. We want it, and he's going to give it to us. This is that's the crazy part. People keep saying, "Oh, Trump's a Nazi. Oh, Trump's a dictator." Well, we're, we we with with this type of stuff, we're making him. Yeah, for sure. For sure, we're 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 becoming a a uh, we're becoming a tyrannical and dictatorial society. Not only because of how fast we want him to act, but what we are asking for is it, it will lead uh, to him becoming. Dictatorial, and this is this is the crazier part as well, because you have this 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 crazy exchange, this crazy uh, Hegelian dialectic going on between the left and the right. You know, they say, "Oh, well, we're going to take your guns." It's like, "Oh, well, we're, well, how are we going to defend ourselves? Don't worry, we'll call all these people. We'll call in the National Guard. We'll call in the police. We'll call in the SWAT. We'll call in. A, we'll call them all in." And I and I wanted to mention this too when we were talking about Nipsey Hussle. They had been conducting military exercises in L.A for quite some time. He was there. He had met he had just met with the mayor trying to talk about ending gang violence. They don't want to end gang violence because just like just like the cure to cancer and the cure to AIDS, there is no money in a patient that's cured. There is no money in a cure. We would be out of business. We'd be out of a job if there was a if there was money, if there was no violence, how would we use these cool MRAPs? How could we use this cool LRAD technology? Huh? Remember all that? That SWAT funding they got? Right? Underneath Obama? The militarization? Look at what happened in Ferguson? Trial runs. And now, and and I hope I'm painting for you guys a very, very impressive picture of the current state of America. And I don't like it as much as you do, but this is why we have to not only get this on record, because we're going to look back and think these were the good times. These were the good times. These these truly were the good times. We sat up over here and went back and forth about nothing. I'm wondering still, too, when the machines are going to come out. They're already slowly rolling out the drones. But to, to, to finish painting that picture for you guys, remember all that technology, all, all of that equipment that they rolled out for Ferguson, right? They're going to roll it out for the migrants. They're going to roll it out for the immigrants. For the people that legally get through here, great, awesome, glad you made it through. You are going to have so many different people 
in this kind of uh, extreme black market, right, that are going to be trying to use you as a vector point to get in. And the Americans that are here, we're going to be basically the pigs. We're going to be the golden cow that these people that, that, that work to empower the next generation. You know, it's like whenever people, it's like whenever people train their replacements, right? That's all that's really happening right now. And that's why when you go and read uh, what the New Zealand shooter put out, when he talked about the, in his manifesto, the great replacement, that's, this is what he's talking about. Okay. Mike Judge made a movie called Idiocracy. And I wish we, could, we, we should have pulled up some of the clips. I didn't expect to get to this point talking about this type of stuff. Mike Judge made a movie called Idiocracy. If anybody wants to see the future, you need to go check that movie out. They, will, they, are, they are trying to sterilize and pacify the population. These are, these are all long-term agendas. You've heard me talk about how they're trying to tax uh, birthing. Like it, it, it's, it's crazy. It is truly crazy. Uh, but to, 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 to finish painting the picture of what they're trying to do as far as the authoritarian ushering in of martial law, us calling for it, right? Look at what's going on in New Zealand. They have door-to-door gun confiscation, and it targets thousands. There's one man already reportedly dead, okay? This happened a few days ago, right after they had right, right after the New Zealand shooting, okay? The idea is, is, is as I told you, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this, then I'll get in this article. I think this is a great way uh, to, 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 to summarize it. I have been trying to watch this uh, series on Netflix, or none, on Amazon Prime called Left Behind. And it's not the cool one the, where it's like the TV series. It's like a movie series back in like the 2000s. I have a thing of watching old classic movies, old bad movies, because I, 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 love, the, I love them. I don't know why. But in this old movie, uh, Left Behind, where it's basically playing off of uh, the rapture, what happens when people are raptured out of here to where they're taken? Uh, what happens to the people who were left behind here? You have this guy, this guy named Nick Nikolai. And he essentially runs the UN. And in one scene of the movie, uh, because everybody's panicking over half the population, you know, has disappeared. What does that sound like? Uh, Avengers, you know, over half the population has disappeared. This is what they also want with the Georgia Guidestones. And if you look at Agenda 21 and the 2030, they want to control the population. Uh, but in this movie, half the population disappears. They've been raptured out. Nikolai's like, okay, this is important. We need to make sure that peace is like our primary objective. I understand that people are worried about what's going on, but we have to make sure that we maintain peace. The movie progresses. They show another news clipping of Nikolai. He's now in the, he is now at the UN. He's saying, I have figured out the reason as to why half the population has left the Earth. Nuclear radiation. There have been some particles that have literally made people disappear. And before people can try to rationalize this, he says, we have destroyed our own children. We have destroyed our own future. I propose a full nuclear He's like a full arm, a full armament and nuclear disarmament of every country in the world. And before people can respond to this, he says, but first, I will make sure, because everybody is starving and hungry, I will make sure to put food in every person's mouth. So you know, I'm, I'm sitting here watching this thinking, wow, that sounds pretty powerful. Because before we can even think about that, they switch to the next scene. And this girl in the movie 
She says, that's a smart man. So your, your, your opinion's already being manufactured along the way. To not think, not, 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 not run it back, you can see it the whole way through. And for her to finish it off saying, that's a smart man, your opinion was manufactured. What you essentially heard is, we don't know what's going on, you're the problem, so we're going to take all your guns, shut down your country, but don't worry, we're going to give you some food. Well, who's going to give me that food? Is it Monsanto or Bayer? Because they have way too much control over the food, over the, agri- over the agricultural industry, you see. But people don't think about these things as they're watching the movie, as they're, having, as they're being told something, as they're being conditioned, you see. So how does that tie into what we're talking about here? They have to disarm the population. Anybody or anyone that's able to withstand tyranny is considered a threat. That's why they wrote in, in, in the Constitution the right to keep and bear arms. That we have the First and the Second Amendment to fight back through a tyrannical government. That's here in America because they, they knew. They, they knew. They may not have known about uh, globalization, but they understood about tyranny and how governments overreach. And we spoke about this with uh, Brad Burris in our most recent Fellowship and Freedom episode, why at this point, rebellion is a must. But let me get into this article right here. Uh, and then we'll, 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 we'll finish up with how a Colorado sheriff is refusing to obey these very same laws, these gun confiscation laws. Uh, but we put this up April 1st. April 1st, it's by Tim Brown of Freedom Outpost. It says, listen carefully. Your right to both keep and bear right arms is a right given to you by your creator, and any man who attempts to deprive you of that right is a tyrant, period. Yet this is what the government of New Zealand, which has bowed to Islam and as evidenced by their prime minister, a woman wearing a hijab, pontificating on installing pretended laws to disarm the population after the alleged, church, the, the alleged Christchurch mosque shooting. Now, after thousands have been targeted in door-to-door gun confiscation, it's being reported that at least one man is dead due to the, due to the tyrannical policies of New Zealand. Following questionable video of an alleged attack in Christchurch on a mosque, a video that has been outlawed in New Zealand with threats around the world for anyone even posting it online to comment, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern and the tyrants in the government there issued ex post facto laws to outlaw firearms that were previously considered illegal, like what took place in Maryland last year while executing the unconstitutional red flag gun laws uh, there in which one man was killed. The same has apparently occurred in New Zealand. Think about that. And in New Zealand, gangs are saying, clearly we're not, we're gang members, bro. Why would we give over our guns? You're stupid. Don't come around here. But people that are so wrapped up in politics, they think that even the gang members will, will listen. People don't think about that. You make guns illegal. The only people that are going to have guns are the illegals and the outlaws. Then the citizens will not have a way to protect themselves. The citizens will be serfs of the states waiting for 30 minutes for something that happened uh, two hours ago. <laughs> and you have to laugh because this is the mentality that, that they're putting out there. Learned helplessness to where you're not really being told, hey, respond to this situation yourself. Hey, fight back. You can do something. No. No. Call the cops, cower in fear, and wait. Don't shoot back. Don't set up security systems. Don't do anything. Just be a serf of the state. Well, speaking of actually doing something, we have a Colorado sheriff who has vowed to sit in jail rather than enforce 
the proposed red flag gun confiscation laws. And this is important because we see this actually going. We see them pushing for it. You've, you've heard them say, oh, we're not coming for your guns. That's silly. We're coming for the bump stocks. We're coming for the gun. Uh, we're coming for the magazines. We're coming for the clips. We're coming for your ammo. We're not coming for your guns. They're coming for your guns. Okay. And the idea is to make it a, a, a issue. If you are a, a threat to society, right? If you're deemed harmful to yourself and others, they're going to take your guns. You could have your sister call in an argument while you fought with somebody to ever, forever ago, and she could say that, you know, you were, you were belligerent. They'll take that as a sign, come get your guns. They already do it for elderly. The doctors can say that their, people or that their patients are mentally unfit. Boom. Confiscate your guns. So let me get this straight. You want to flood the country with all kinds of people that don't, don't even listen to their own laws and their own rules and their own country, and then you expect them to follow all the laws here? Oh, but I'm supposed to give up my guns. I'm supposed to give up any means for me to protect myself and others. Oh, but I can hire security and endanger them. They have, they have mouths to feed as well. This is, this is craziness. Let me get into this article. It's from Activist Post. We put this up April 1st. It says, Weld County Sheriff Steve Rames told CNN recently he's willing to be a prisoner in his own jail rather than force a law he feels is unconstitutional. The bill would allow a family member, roommate, or law enforcement officer to petition a judge to take someone's firearm if they're determined to be a threat to themselves or others. But Sheriff Rames and others believe that the bill violates constitutional rights and that it, quote, misses the whole point in trying to be in trying to bring attention to what the true issue is here. And that's mental health. My fight against this isn't to protect the firearm itself. It's not a purely second amendment stance. There is so many violations of the constitution in this bill. Anyone who has an understanding of the constitution should read this bill and be concerned. House bill, uh, 191177, also known as the red flag bill or the extreme risk protection orders bill passed the Colorado Senate by one vote. Uh, 18 to 17 on Thursday, and it's scheduled Monday for the to, for the House floor. With Democratic majorities in both chambers, state Republicans have few votes uh, to stand in the way, but more than half of Colorado's 64 counties officially oppose the bill. Many have declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuary counties in protest. That's it. There you have it. They're, 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 they're gearing up for civil unrest. They're trying to take down the country, take you down with it, not allow for you to have the ability to protect yourself, right? Or anyone else. They want to pacify you, pacify you, put you into a state of subservience to where you do not know how to fight back, to where even the idea of reclaiming your strength is uh, it's scary. Oh, please don't hurt me. Ooh. And this is what they're doing. Everything that we went over in this entire segment is not a joke. I have to add a little levity to the situation so that people understand what's going on. But this is some very serious stuff. And if we don't take a step back and actually look at what these people are trying to push to us, we will literally be deceived. We will literally be dragged into the hell that they are creating. And that's why we have to remain vigilant. I tell you guys this all the time. But here's what's going to happen. I know. <laughs> I know. You're thinking, wow, this is a really, really strong episode. There's one more, there's, there's one more segment. There's one more segment. I kind of went over a little bit of it in this one where we talked about the Russian collusion gate hoax 
a whole lot of stuff right there. I don't, uh, little word vomit. The dangers of mainstream media hype. You know what's 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 going on? Facebook's latest security breach, mindful practices at, at at schools in the UK versus this drag sense drag queen nonsense here. It's crazy. So again, let me let me tell you. Over here in China, they are genetically modifying children's embryos so that they are uh, resistant to HIV and AIDS. In the UK, they're practicing mindfulness and meditation in, in schools. Oh, but in America, they're saying, well, we're just going to, we're going to give these kids some, we're going to introduce them to drag queens. So you see how it's a, it, 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 it's a race for the future, and they're trying to distort it. But what's going to happen is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, before I tell you to, to not go anywhere, if you actually want to support this operation, you want to see us do more, uh, I have this all this epic equipment and all this stuff I'm trying to do. Think about becoming a Patreon-exclusive member. We're going to be launching something from our Liberation Legion, which ties into uh, what we'll be getting into in this next segment. But think about becoming a Patreon-exclusive member. Help our operation grow. Help this message get out there. Help. Because you guys are the only ones that can. But like I said, before we actually take this quick break, or when we come back from this quick break, we'll be getting into this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant.
That's me. That's me. I make my own sounds. You know, we have so many great people. There's so much back-end stuff, and I think that's kind of why I took that little uh, break beforehand to tell you guys what I'm about to tell you now as well. Think about becoming a Patreon-exclusive member. Uh, We have all kinds of different packages to help get this word out there uh, to to accommodate the people as well. We're going to be doing a whole lot of other work uh, in, in different realms. While it's good to stay informed, I also think it's good to be fulfilled. We are going to be launching a service here uh, with uh, over the next couple of months with Liberation Legion that helps with the actual individual's growth. Uh, I think that with the podcast, it's good because we're able to uh, speak to the entire world. We have a lot of different audiences, uh, not only here in America, uh, but in Canada, uh, Europe, Asia, Russia, Africa, Australia. We have a very, very diverse audience. And so this is my way of trying to contribute to the earth. Uh, what I'm going to be launching with Liberation Legion, and if you guys are very curious, you can message me about this. Uh, hit me up in the in in in, in Liberation Le- Legion's DMs or email me, uh, and we can talk more about it there. Uh, but it, it's just that it's working with the individual to try to help them have a more successful and and, and filled life. Uh, everything that we see going on, yes, it is important. Yes, it is imperative. But we have to understand that we have the tools now to do something about this, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm working with various people, not only. Uh, here locally, but internationally to build this thing. And if you're curious, let me know. Uh, Not only will you be helping yourself, you'll be helping the operation and then clearly everybody else along the way. So it's a beautiful synergistic thing. I'm very proud of it. Uh, And if you guys are curious, like I said, hit me up. I'll let you know. Uh, And all the information I'll put in the description bar below because we are growing. And it's because you guys that were able to do this. Uh, So yeah, some of that is exclusive member content and also also uh, everything else that we're doing. But I really wanted to put that out there so you guys know where your money's going, for one, and so you can also understand that there's a lot more coming down the line, and I want you to be ready for it. I almost uh, I almost switched up and used one of these new mics just to get you guys accustomed to, 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 to the audio quality, but I think that's, again, <laughs> stuff we'll see in the future. So, yeah. Let's uh, let's 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 get into this segment. We're talking about detecting deception. Clearly, this is a, a huge part of what we do. Huge, huge part of what we do. We have got to know uh, that y- y- you just got to know. You got to pay attention. You got to you, you, you cannot let these people deceive you. You cannot let these manipulators of the truth, these thieves of what is righteous. Take from you. That which is yours. Now, I will say this, out of all respect of not insulting your guys' intelligence, I will say that I thoroughly believe that there is a massive social engineering, uh, 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 brainwashing, conditioning program going on to where they understand our generation cannot do things unless we are being talked to in a reverse psychology way. And what I mean by this is saying guns are bad. We're going to say, no, they're not. We're going to go get guns. And they say, aha, perfect. Now they say all these people that have guns, you have to register them. And we're like, well, no, we're not. Okay, perfect. Now that you're not registering the guns, we're going to come arrest you. You see, so this is a very long-term agenda that I think a lot of people don't take the time to, to work back, but I do. And I think that we have to put that out there because this is part of detecting deception. You've got to understand the sophisticated levels in which these people are operating and the way that they want to continually put you in a state of subservience. It's like chess. 
or is it what, how's the saying go? It's chestnut checkers. Exactly. Now, let's speak on this real quick. This whole Russian collusion nonsense. This is an article from Eddie Levine of World Truth TV. It says CEOs of Google, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube should all be going to prison over complicity with the Russian collusion hoax. They put this up March 29th. And before I get into this, I want to say what we are seeing is big tech colluding with big government for sure. I think everybody can see that. That's why the censorship is so heavy. Uh, that's, that's, that's why we're experiencing it all. That's why they're not allowing uh, dissenting opinions on there. That's why they're, it, it, it's crazy what's going on in Facebook. And I'll, I'll, I'll read some of this, and then we'll get into their, their most recent hack uh, with Amazon and how dangerous that is. And now information is coming out about how, face, how, how you're able to buy uh, African child slaves, African child brides on Facebook. Oh, but Trump's colluding with Russia. Getting into this article, it says it's not simply enough to utilize antitrust laws and break apart the big, the, the, the giant tech companies, uh, Google, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Yes, these entities have exploited human psychology and now control 90% of the flow of information online, but it's their manipulative censorship practices that should be brought to light. Their executives brought to justice. The CEOs of these tech companies should be arrested and indicted because they are simply, because they are all complicit in the Russian collusion hoax and the manipulative censorship of independent media that was implemented in the cooperation with this Russian collusion narrative. These social media giants have used the Russian collusion hoax to come up with algorithms that weed out, quote, Russian bots and all the conservative and dissenting ideas that spread on social media. By shadow banning, demonetizing, and banning opposing views, these social media giants have used, social, have used censorship tactics to pollute American democracy and manipulate future elections. Tech giants... Uh, these evil people in tech tech giants use the Russian collusion hoax to censor conservatives and promote liberal agendas on social media. And I don't even want to say it's liberal because it's, it's not, we need to come up with a new word for what this type of stuff is. It's like, it's gotta be like, it could be global. It could be cultural Marxism. You know, it could be uh, whatever you want it to be, whatever you want it to be. Let's go ahead and have it that because it's not liberalism. It's something else. And these people are besmirching the idea of liberalism and all those who still subscribe to those values of having a free and open society. But continuing on, it says in 2016, with almost every poll showing Clinton winning the election with the liberal media pundits fawning in, in anticipation for the coronation of the Clinton as president elect, Donald J. Trump walked away with the landslide victory. As soon as America's silent majority had spoken up, with their vote, a coordinated effort began to delegitimize the victory and accuse the Trump campaign and any independent media supporters of conspiring with Russia to alter the outcomes of the elections. And it goes on and on to you know speak about everything that we already know. I wanted to get it on there, the brilliant point of why they needed to be held accountable. They have manipulated the psyche. The long-term damage of people thinking that our president is colluding with Russia has already been done. Think about all the, 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 the troll farms they've created, the misinformation armies that they have, right? All of it. The algorithms they come up with, the departments, the shows that they've launched, all of it to literally manipulate your opinion. You see? And this is, this is all part of it. Here, let me get into some of this right here. Since we're talking about Facebook and big tech, millions of records are found on Amazon Cloud. We put this up April 3rd. It's from Drudge Report. It says, researchers, 
That's right. Facebook's data is, is your data is showing up in places where it shouldn't be. Researchers at UpGuard, a cybersecurity firm, found troves of user information hiding in plain sight inadvertently posted publicly on Amazon.com Inc.'s cloud computing servers. The discovery shows that a year after the Cambridge Analytica scandal exposed how unsecure and widely disseminated Facebook users' information is online, companies that control that information at every step still haven't even done enough to seal up private data. And one instance, Mexico City-based media company Cultura Collectiva openly stored 540 million records of Facebook users, including identification numbers, comments, reactions, and account names. Uh, and that database was closed on Wednesday after Bloomberg alerted Facebook to the problem and Facebook contacted Amazon. Facebook shared paired shares of hard their gains after the Bloomberg News report. Another thing, too, uh, I wanted to get this on record, uh, is... Uh, Total brain fart. It'll 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 come back to me, uh, <laughs> because you know the, the 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 if you're still using Facebook, it's dangerous, and you'll have people that say, "Oh, Facebook uses Instagram, or Facebook owns Instagram." That's why I try to make sure that I have some level of buffer in between me and my actual data that's going on Facebook, because it is it's it's a it's a frenzy. It's not safe. You know, it it it, it legit is not. Um, and it's only going to get worse. I think that's why it'll eventually become like a public utility. But to 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 get away from the articles, you know, to get away from the articles, to get into the mindfulness versus the 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 UK the UK drag stuff. Like to get into this, you may have noticed this week I didn't really do a lot of posting, simply because you know I I, I had been busy with a lot of back end stuff. You know, you, we shouldn't have to put everything on, on, on social media. We shouldn't have to put our lives on there, and we shouldn't have to compete as much. I hate trying to feed the beast more of what it wants because we are all tendrils of the beast, and if we keep craving that information that people give, it's, it's dangerous. And this is what I mean by the mindfulness practices, you know, having conscious awareness of what you're actually doing and not being subject to your being, – not being subject and slave to your emotions, you see. People don't think about these types of things because they let others dictate how they're supposed to feel. And I know I'm a prime example of that. I see Bill Gates' face and I just get immediately flushed with rage. Or I hear about what's going on with children, I get triggered. What I'm, what I'm really trying to say, I guess, at the end of the day, is in order for you to detect deception, you can't be caught up doing everything else that they want you to. When we are when we're engaged in this type of information and in this type of lifestyle and this mindset in this culture war, let's keep it real. I'm not necessarily sure what you would even call this time period. You know, is it the is it the rise of the corporatocracy? Is it the rise of the technocracy where these corporations have more po more power uh, than the actual governments themselves? Is it about the bankers? Is it about all these people, these controlling elites that have these capabilities? Is it? You see, we let in talking about, well, what's going on with the Big Pharma Mafia? Did they kill Nipsey Hussle? Because we know they killed Dr. Sebi. They've killed all the holistic doctors. How do you detect deception? Because we're swimming in it. This is why I tell you, at, at a certain level, rebellion is a must. Rebellion to tyranny is a must. And we can see it. This is why I'm trying to tell you to tell people, get back to natural law and understand things. Begin to perceive things in a different way. Facebook will continue to have these breaches. Facebook will continue to be useless and redundant. 
but Facebook will also become a mainstream for everyone else. And, now, and I've talked about this before all the time, mainstream, mainstream social media uh, and alternative social media and how it's growing and why it's important that we're on all these different, all these different platforms because at the end of the day, team, what's, what's really happening is they're trying to cultivate your thought processes. They're trying to have you think a certain way. I think everybody gets that, but it's, 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 it's important now more so than ever. And you see me doing everything I can to put people on, to grow, to expand, to get in front of this. That's what I mean by feeding the beast. Everybody else is feeding it selfies, body pics, gym selfies. You can see mine on Liberation Legion if you're interested. They're, 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 they're caught up in these things. I can see, I see so clearly now so many things that are going on. And that's why, because I am in this position, I have to give you guys the very same truth. I have to be honest. I have to shoot you straight. That's how more of it is revealed to me. That's how I understand it deeper. Remember, I came into this through Jade Helm 15 and paranormal stuff. So where we are at now, this was definitely uncharted. But because we are now in these waters and we have the people paying attention and we have the resources, the platform, the diversity, because we have what we have, I cannot stress to you enough why we have to do these things. It's like a reluctance, mandatory reluctance. It's like, well, we have to, we have to do this because I would like other people to do these types of things, to take this type of stuff serious, to try to help uh, change our direction, ask where we are going, but people don't care. And it, it, that's the idea to put people in a position where they get so wrapped up to where they don't care about things to where it's, it's, it's uneventful. It doesn't matter. That's why they want to, they want to pacify you. That's why they want to put you in a state of subservience. That's why they don't want you to have mindfulness. And I'm very, uh, you know, I'm very, as always, I've been very cautious about what's going on with your mind, with your body, with your spirit, with your soul, with your emotions. And I've been very critical of a lot of different things. As always, I'm still putting together the presentation for weaponizing consciousness expansion. I'm putting together all these things because the same way you, you hear me saying that they're trying to push the whole stay woke phenomenon, that's where it comes from. That's why I say stay vigilant. Because your adversary roams about like a lion seeking whom he may devour. When I tell you evil is evolving, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's not gone. Even if her idea doesn't pass in the Senate, or I mean in Congress, that it's still out there. It can get shot down just so it can come back even more so reformed. Deception isn't only political, it's spiritual. It's discernment. It's being able to have that filtration and understanding what's actually going on. I'm going to read, from you, guys, read to you guys from this article. We put this up from True Activist. Uh, we put this up March 29th. It says, mindfulness and meditation will now be part of the curriculum in 370 schools in England. 370 schools. And what are they teaching kids here in America? To be tolerant. To look at bearded drag ladies. To go to drag queen story time. Scramble their brains. Give them the common core. Don't teach them to be mindful of their actions so that whenever they see some, someone or something like that, they don't freak out. They, don't, they better not think that's normal. They should have like the emotional control to say, well, that is a very interesting life path that you have chosen. I've chosen mine. 
Here in America, we're radicalizing people. We're indoctrinating them. And I get into depth with this and, and more with our guests all the time. Uh, but let me get into this article. It says, most of the time, when children act out by kicking and screaming expletives, it is because they do not understand where they are going and cannot find a better way to release their feelings. When a child acts out, know that it is most likely because they are struggling to understand complex emotions that they are feeling for the first time in their lives. Schools in England have started to tackle their problem or to tackle this problem in a new way, and that is by teaching mindfulness and meditation in the classroom to improve the youth's overall mental health. So, and I'll say this real quick. Mental health seems to be a, a big thing these days. They're using it with the red flag gun confiscation. Uh, they're using it in school. They're, they're, they're using it. Mental health is a big thing, very big thing. And they're, they're very cautious of this. They want to teach kids, hey, you should think about this because mental health is real. But here in America, <laughs> how do we handle mental health? Give them some pills. Turn little Johnny into little Ginny. Little, little, little Johnny is having some problems today. Oh, are you all right? Little Johnny, maybe you, this is, this is the psychosis, you see. They're not teaching kids to actually work through these problems. They're telling them to create more problems on top of these problems, and that's the dangerous. That's the toxicity of indoctrination. But continuing on uh, with this article, it says, In 370 schools across the country, children will be taught how to meditate, techniques for muscle relaxation, and breathing exercises for mindfulness. The secondary school students will also get a more hands-on education to learn about awareness and how to increase this in their everyday lives. This program is being done under the mental health study that the British government is running up until 2021. Huh. There it is. Agenda 21. See, So, again, you know, I laughed. I'll, I'll, I'll take a break from this because I need to finish this and then wrap up the episode for you guys. I laughed, you know, because I don't think the people in the U.K., can be very politically correct. They like to swear a lot. Uh, and, well, you know, they're very they're very passionate people. They're very forceful. People here in America, because we are talking about cultural and chemical castration, uh, political correctness, we're turning ourselves into dainties. We're turning ourselves into pansies. And I'm not a tough guy. Definitely not. I am a nerd. I am an awkward guy. But if we do not if we do not get a lock on this we will literally prostrate ourselves to this to this false song of globalism and get screwed over we're getting screwed over think about the generations that are coming after us and why and, and what values we're passing down Gillette literally came out with a commercial a, a a a shaving company for men came out with a commercial saying that us the guys doing guy stuff is bad like fighting is bad arguing is bad Chasing people down because they, you know, they, they, they mess up your car is bad. It's like this is, this is the cultural indoctrination. This is the social engineering. So I would be, if anything, I guess honored to have my kid be taught meditation and the practices of that and what kind of thoughts are going in that kid's head instead of, in, in, instead of saying, okay, well, you need to abide by whatever is culturally relevant this week. Uh, but continuing on, it says, apart from the increasing number of young children that are showing signs of early onset depression and anxiety, NHS reports have also shown that one in eight British children have mental disorders. Despite these facts, only one out of five children with mental issues are able to access to get access to treatment. England isn't the only country that has that has added mindfulness as a subject among schools. Uh, in 2016, a school in Baltimore decided to replace detention 
for an area where ch- where the children could go and practice some breathing and stretching exercises instead. I remember reporting on that. Uh, this is a way to keep the students calmer in order to increase their focus within the classroom. A student that was sent to the mindful moment room for pushing and name calling a fellow classmate describes it to CNN as, quote, I did some deep breathing, had a little snack, and I got myself together. Then I apologized to my class. The school believes this is an improved manner. This is an, an improved manner of the problem uh, rather than punishing and embarrassing the child in front of their peers, which is probably the cause of the problem from the very beginning. So we're trying to get down to the root of things. We're trying to figure out what is actually going on. What is deception? Why are people being lied to? Why, why is the hype there? And I, I, I would definitely probably benefit from some uh, meditation as well, some mindfulness practices. I just get up here and I get excited talking about this type of stuff and trying to fire it out that it, you know, it's a little difficult. But it, 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 why is this important? Because these are not practices that are taught today. These are, these are teachings, techniques that have been passed down from generation to generation, occult teachings, esoteric teachings, hidden, ten, hit, hidden teachings that are being slowly implemented into the curriculum. Now, I'm not saying that they're teaching all these types of kids transcendental meditation and things of this nature, but they're, they're, they're trying to get to the root of the cause. They're trying to get to the root of the problem, and they're trying to fix something. And I would appreciate that much more so than teaching my child how to be air quotes tolerant of something that is not tolerant of themselves. We cannot get ourselves out of the problem with the very same mindset that got us there. We have got to change. And whenever we're making all this type of stuff and making these types of solutions and discussions and having these types of uh, 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 fellowships with these things, we have to understand this is a wide spectrum problem. Cooler heads will prevail. And we see all of these things happening from, from, from uh, the unvaccinated kids to the vac- to, to big pharma, to the pollution that's going on in the air, to the, the, the corruption within our bodies, how it all bioaccumulates. We all understand that's happening. And we see an even bigger threat coming down the pipeline. But if we don't start preparing ourselves, which can prepare the next generation and start properly, effectively assessing the situations and providing the solutions and working them in, we're going to lose. Believe it or not, we are the solution. Believe it or not, we are what we are waiting on. And those times are here. I think everybody keeps thinking it's going to be some Hollywood theatrical explosion. We don't want it to even get to that point. Because once it gets to that point, we cannot go back. We've got to figure out how to de-escalate a lot of these situations. What's going on in Venezuela with Russia and China? I think that's 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 like watching a, a a train in slow motion. But there are there are domestic issues, personal issues that we can fix, and we already have the solution. And believe it or not, that's what we need. That's what we're talking a lot more about on on Liberation Legion is the solutions and the progress that's going there. I know. I know how easy it would be to try to bliss out and just let everybody else take care of it. Gosh, there's so much fighting. Oh, it's so tense. No, this is not the time to bliss out. This is the time to turn it on, to tune in, to focus, to really figure out what's going on and take place. Take your place in history. This is the battle on biology, gearing up for civil unrest and detecting deception.
However, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know I went over a lot, as always, but it's to give you guys, again, that comprehensive view about where we are at, that chronological perspective of not only the geopolitical things that we're up against, but the spiritual uh, hurdles that we have to overcome. There are so many things on our plate. I think it is, as, I, as, you, as you keep hearing me say, it is a beautiful time to be alive. And the more we become focused, the more we commit to actually making change happen, we'll start seeing it. Believe me, I think, again, just think about how much ground we have covered uh, in the short amount of time that we have in the few years that we've been doing this. Most assuredly, change is occurring. We just have to commit. We just have to stay on this path and we have to keep moving forward. Truly, it is an honor to be here and involved in your guys' life the way that I am. Uh, make sure you're checking out the links in the description bar below. Like I said, check out our most recent Fellowship and Freedom episode, as well as the part two with Adam Nix and JC Abbott of the Wayfinder podcast. Uh, I will also be putting the links for the Mindful New Mexico Conference of 2019, as well as the Truth Tube, the new website brought to you by Jay of Truth Is Our Religion. Guys, we're growing. We're growing in such a monumental time, and it is thank yeah, it, it is thanks to you guys for getting the word out for bringing people into this family, into this community that we're building. If this episode helped you, if you like what we're doing, think about becoming a Patreon-exclusive member or share it with a friend. Really, times are changing, and we are right there at the fulcrum trying to make it happen. Uh, however, that's all I really have for you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction. Out.